You are now listening to the Talented 10th Podcast, brought to you by Mosaic Management and Consulting. If you want to learn more about Mosaic Management and Consulting, go to bshare.com slash get started. This week, we pick back up with my dad uh, in part three as we we learn about the college uh, life and situation and some of the ups and downs that most people may not have known about. And we transition into his time at St. Augustine, uh, East Texas State, and then his first head coaching job at Delta uh, in McGee. Please enjoy. You were on the freshman team, and then I know you had a knee injury, had to take a little gap year, right? So what was it like on the freshman team? And, and let's just start there. Well, at that time, um, of course, we had, we had tryouts. And um, the, the coaching staff at that time was, um, was Coach Sutton, was obviously was the head coach. His assistants were Gene Cady, who was later the uh, head coach at Purdue. And I think he left uh, in Western Kentucky and then eventually at Purdue. Um, Pat Foster who was uh, eventually at, uh, the head coach at Houston and, and at Nevada. Those were his, uh, those were his assistants. So uh, basically, uh, you know, we went in, had tryouts, and uh, at that time, you're going to play an abbreviated uh, uh, freshman schedule. And, and I ended up at two injuries. I had a had a knee injury and I had a foot injury, which, which eventually, uh, basically just kind of uh, put the brakes on my on my college career. Uh, but because uh, you, it's, we didn't say this, but at Wilmot, did y'all? What year did y'all win a state championship? And y'all were overall runner-up. No, my senior year, we were we lost in the. In the state championship game, in we lost to uh, um, uh, really, I think, by one, one or two points to, to Holly Grove in the uh, in the state championship game. Uh, and so we, you know, we had we, we always had good teams, and and uh, so I wanted to give it a shot. I wanted to walk on and, uh, and and see what we could do with it, and uh, but it just wasn't wasn't meant to be with. Uh, but but it was, it was a great experience. Got to uh, you know meet some people and establish some relationships that you know that that were very valuable over the years. Mm-hmm. And it was your left knee, right? Uh, oh. Yeah, left knee, and then I had a and Brian uh, hurt his left knee. Yeah, well, and go. then I hurt my left knee. So yeah. you started the chain reaction. <laughs> there you go. There you go. <laughs> So you took so you, it was seventy six seventy seven and then seventy seven seventy eight, and well, then you took did you, is that when you took was it between your sophomore and junior or your freshman and sophomore? Year? No, it was it was after uh, after I got had the injuries and I was kind of disillusioned because I saw myself as being able to play bas- college basketball and and now that was gone and, and of course I was. And they were good at that time too. Yeah, 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 they were, and and that, you know, so that didn't work, 
And so what I ended up doing didn't didn't take care of my academics the way I needed to, didn't give it the attention I needed. And so what I ended up doing, I, I left school, uh, moved to uh, Milwaukee with, uh, where my mother lived, and uh, got a job. Worked in a uh, steel fabrication uh, plant for two years. Um, and over the course of time, you know, I, I had a... Was that, was Pawpaw, did you, was that same still? Yeah, same place he worked. He got me a Work job with, there. Working with Pawpaw Tim is my, my dear, uh, who daddy calls uh, his mother, my dear, to uh, her husband, Pawpaw Tim, who's very important in our lives, too. Well, it was, you know, and I, and I credit a lot... Uh, Tim's, Tim had a brother uh, has a, named Lonnie. Lonnie was as big a basketball fan as you ever wanted to see. As a matter of fact, he just retired. He worked as a as a usher at the Bradley Center for the Bucks for years and years. And he just retired from that a year or so ago. And he had always wanted to be a coach. And um, and we would sometimes we go to the park and we play and do stuff, and then he and, and he always said, "Man, I was I, I," he said, "You got an opportunity to do this. You need to take it. You need to do it." He said, "While you're still young enough, you need to go on and get back to school and get this done." And and he, his encouragement in a lot of ways was was kind of at the center of uh, of my decision to to finally you know, get myself back in school. And so I started to work toward that, save some money and do some things. And, and I eventually, uh, after that second year of working, I headed back to uh, the Fayetteville to, uh, to finish my degree. So that would be that, that 7980? Yeah, I think so, 7980. So 7980, you, you re-enroll. At this point, you're what? What was your major? Kine- uh, was it kinesiology or well, phys ed? Well, I majored in, uh, in phys ed and uh, with a minor in history. history. Yep. And uh, so, so, so I get back and and you know I I basically my first year back or your first year of college. Yeah, my first no, my first year before I left my freshman okay. year, I didn't get a lot done for, mm-hmm. from an academic standpoint. So I get back up there, and I am determined. I start, I take the largest load I can take. I go through the summer. I go, uh, you know, there was one summer that I go in, and, uh, man, I, I, you know, there was a limit on the number of hours that you you could take. Mm-hmm. But I get in, and that was one summer session. I think one summer I ended up, it was like 12 or 15 hours I ended up taking. And, and I go to my advisor at the end, and, and they've got to sign off. And they said, well, how would you do it? You're not supposed to take all. And, and I had taken probably double what I should have taken, but I was just trying to double up to get, to get through. And so I was able to, to, to basically finish in three years, 
So, because everybody knows I'm a legacy, and I, this is certainly not fraternity story time, but uh, given that 7980 was your first year back, and you pledged in the spring of 80, you had already begun to be focused and get that course load up and, and be determined in the fall of 79, but did spring 80 just personally from a, from a pledging perspective cement that, that change and that drive or was it just another not just another challenge but was it just a challenge well I, I, I think I think what it was able to do was kind of unite with a group of guys that were um, really really determined and uh, um, you know not only my line the, uh, but 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 even the 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 other people that were in it pr prior to me you had some people that were focused and kind of provided a uh, uh, support to kind of get you get you uh, locked in and uh, and it was more of a support system that really kind of made everything a lot more solid. Mm -hmm. Okay, so we're in. We're not going to talk about your time at Montgomery Wards working at Mickey D's. And so you're rounding the corner. 80 81 is your final year. Is that correct? Uh, should have been uh, 80, 82 was when I finished up. So 81, 82. I'm right. sorry. All right. Uh, at that point, did you know you were going to be a coach? When did you know? Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think by that time, I, I, I did know. Uh, you know, so it, you know, kind of at that time, I, I was pretty locked in. I had a... Um, and you mentioned the wards and stuff. I, one of the guys I worked with and became really good friends with at that time was Martin Terry. And Martin was one of the, for a long time, he was a leading scorer in, uh, in Razorback history. He had played for uh, Lanny Van Eman, who had, was a coach prior to Coach Sutton. And, uh, you know, Martin was like a, a, a manager at uh, at Wards and and we talk and uh, became really good friends and uh, and so after that you know during that time yeah it became pretty evident what I was going to do. So before we get to your stint in Southwest Texas, what was graduation like? Uh, what was it like? Like when you finished. Um, well, uh, you mean the actual event or afterward? No, 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 no. Or How did it feel? Uh, well, I tell you what, it was, um, it was kind of one of those times where you kind of, you kind of get to the point, anybody that's been to college and, and there's a certain point that you know it's time to go. Yeah. I mean, it's, you, you've, you've kind of, 
I mean, you I didn't wa- get that for about eight years. So, <laughs> when you get, I mean, there's only so many freshman classes you can see come in and this and that, and you say, and it, it's time to go. So it it, it, it was time, and uh, uh, so so that worked out well. I, I, I you were proud though. Uh-huh. You were proud because of the journey. Well, there's no doubt because I was the first probably the first one in my immediate family that finished college. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. Did that uh, drive you at all? It did because, uh, because, and what I had hoped that, that you guys knew, because whenever there's somebody that, that you know or in your family or that's close to you that's did something, then you know it can be done. Right. Because, I mean, because you know the people and they did it and you know it can be done. Well, I didn't have anybody in my immediate family that I could look to and say, oh, man, well, he did it. I know I can do it. I ain't have nobody. I mean, so in, in that way, I, I knew, I, I, don't get me wrong, I knew I could do it, but there wasn't anybody that I could just kind of uh, look at and draw some inspiration and because they had did it before. Well, it's... Once again, uh, you know, the parallels between us. I mean, I spoke to that, I think it was last week, maybe a week before last, last episode, the episode before last. Because that's how I was. It was last week. It was, that's why I wrote you that letter. Because, you know, it was, it was smooth and cool. And then you get to law school and you're not the smartest and, there's nobody to lean on. The footsteps are washed away, and there's nothing to guide you. You're just kind of out there in the dark. And uh, it's odd. Brian just sat down at the table. He doesn't have a mic. But Daddy was the first. Mama and My mom and, and dad were the first in their family to graduate college and, and, and Mama last because she was the first because her older sister Gail was <laughs> her name was called later in the different ceremony but she 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 was the first and then Brian was the first to get his masters and then I was the first to get my Juris Doctor so we kind of all did the first and so you know it's crazy not often you can everybody be the first academically but so you go on to was it southwest texas uh east texas east, east texas. texas i don't know why i keep saying southwest yeah, east, uh, texas state. Yeah. east texas state right. see right now it's it's texas a&m commerce texas a&m now. commerce so you were ga there yeah yeah how did that there. come about and then how was the, how were those two years or one and a half years uh well, I tell you what, it was uh, when I left uh, when I left uh, Fayetteville. I got a job at uh, at San Augustine, Texas. And for everybody, I'll throw this in there. You did some student teaching at Ramey, right? Yeah, I did my student teaching at Ramey Junior High. Ramey Junior High, still same spot. Okay, sorry. And 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 there was a. There was a coach that from Salon Springs named uh, Conway Massey, and he got a job at San Augustine, Texas, 
uh, and he was trying to find some coaches. He was putting a staff together to, uh, to go with him. So he calls our, the dean of our education department, Dr. Uh, Mel Fratsky, and he is interested. He wants a young black coach to be on his staff to go to St. Augustine with him. And Dr. Fratsky gave him uh, my name. Now, Dr. Fratsky is, um, was one of my favorites. Uh, and he, had, he was from Minnesota. And he had been involved, I forget, directly or indirectly in coaching Kevin McHale. Because McHale was from uh, up there as well. And, uh, but Dr. Frasky gave uh, Con Coach Massey my name, and, and, uh, and from there he contacted me, and, and I ended up uh, going to uh, St. Augustine. Uh, he, uh, me and there was another young black coach from Fort Smith. He was actually from Fayetteville named Billy Smith who coached at eventually coached at Fort Smith Northside. And uh, so we, we went to St. Augustine, which uh, was... Uh, Take me through that. Yeah, uh, man. Uh, St. Augustine was... It was referred to as the... That area of East Texas was called the, the Petrified Forest. It was called the, the area that time forgot. Wow. And it was, um, if we want to say, was was racial situations um, backwards, and that's, that's fair to say. We had, and give an example, we had a, Billy and I, we got a, um, we roomed together. We got a house, uh, black side of town. And one of our closest friends was another guy from Fayetteville named Sherman Brooks. And Sherman was, Sherman was white. Sherman spent almost every day at our house. And he'd come, he'd watch TV and talk, and he'd go home 9.30 or so. And, uh, but every day he was with us. And um, the people in that town, many of them, they couldn't understand that. I mean, because they didn't know why Sherman was spending time with, with the two black coaches over in the black side of town. And, um, you know, it became a, a point of uh, contention there. And it, because uh, all of us from Arkansas, Coach Massey and the whole staff was essentially from Arkansas, we were pretty much like a family. We spent time in each other's house. Because when I first got, when I first got hired, which was right at the end of school in May, we didn't get our first paycheck until August. And so we've got to go the whole summer basically without getting paid. And so we get the money that we got, we scrapped together to get a house. And we ended up, uh, uh, Coach Massey 
and his wife, they fix dinner for us every day because uh, they get us through the summer because we didn't we have any money. And, uh, and so you really moved down there on a on a chance, right? Yeah, I mean, we, you not that you thought you would never get paid, but yeah, we contractually the contractual year started in in August, and actually it was September. And he talked them into paying us in August. And uh, so that was a situation that many of the residents, uh, white residents in San Augustine, they, they weren't used to nothing like that. And, that, and so we were, we were the outsiders. When, it's funny, I, and I, I, I talked to some coaches about this, when we would call other coaches to try to get film and scouting reports, we were those Arkansas coaches. We didn't get any. We didn't. We they didn't help us. And uh, and so there was those things. And then the racial said it was. It was. I said that I was glad something like that. I had that particular situation happen in the beginning because I knew for the most part nothing was going to be any worse than that. Yeah. And so you could kind of operate from I've seen the worst and it's only, only going to be better along the way. So you finish up there because there's more stories there but <laughs> we'll continue to yeah, Unless you yeah. got one, you ought to. No, 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 no. We, we, uh, yeah, we survived that, and uh, and I leave there, and uh, then I go to uh, go to East Texas State as a GA, and um, so. So how was that? I mean, because uh, that immediately precedes your first head coach coaching yeah. job. Yeah, it, I mean, it, it was it was it was a good experience. You know, I got to. Um, you know, I was able to make a lot of friends. There was a real strong uh, chapter of our fraternity there on campus, and so I had a number of friends there. I, you know, basketball was was a good situation. We uh, we had a good team, and um, you know, kind of kind of turned out a little crazy at the end, but but it was, overall, it was a good experience. So what, so how did, from being a GA, uh, how did you, how did you get the job at Delta? Did you seek the job? Like, how did you, how did that happen? And, and for people who don't know, people know geographically where McGee is, but McGee High School now is a consolidation of Delta and McGee. And that's where your first job was. Yeah, what uh, I was at home, and uh, home as in I, I had come from from Texas back to Wilmot. I was at home visiting uh, mom and dad, and I don't know if I talked to uh, Al Dixon was our DP when we uh, pledged, mm -hmm. and Al lives in McGee. Mm -hmm. And I think Al passed word on me about 
uh, Delta, and man, they they got a got a really good junior high team, and that job is open, such and such, and and one thing kind of led to another, and I talked to them, and um, you know, and, and ended up uh, getting and, and taking that job, and uh, so I know, but tell me what were when you took a job at that time, what what were you responsible for? Because it wasn't just coaching high school boys. It was it was way more than that. My first high school job, I coached. Uh, I was assistant football coach. I coached uh, junior boys, junior girls, and senior boys. And then taught uh, some, I think some PE classes. Uh, so uh, They got their money's worth. Yeah, I think I, uh, I think my first job, uh, what was I? I think my salary was about uh, $15,000. And go through that again. You were assistant uh, football. Yeah. Assistant football, uh, junior girls, junior boys, senior boys, and, uh, and taught a, a full class schedule. Mm. So it was, uh, but I tell you what, it was. Um, you enjoyed that one. Huh? It was probably, all things considered, it, it was a great, great job. I mean, I, uh, it's in a lot of ways, it was as good a job as I've ever had. I mean, it was uh, good people. Um, you know, people that, you know, the one thing about it, we would have people that didn't even have kids that were playing that would do stuff, I mean, where they would feed kids, they would do things, they would go out of their way, and they didn't even have a, a dog in the fight. Yeah. So take me through, because y'all were, you know, take me through the progression of that time. How many years were you there? Uh, I was there for three years. We, uh, I think the first year, we win the, uh, uh, we, we go to the playoffs. We don't win the conference. It was during a, a run that uh, the Wabasika, uh, uh was, was very, very good. I mean, so my first year we go, um, we go to playoffs. The second year, Wabasika at that time hadn't lost a conference game in like nine years, something like something to that effect. They were just they were just loaded with players. Uh, one of the players on that team was Ernie Murray. Mm -hmm. The the senior, my uh, second year, we finally beat them. We uh, we win the I think we split. And we have we get the tiebreaker. We're the uh, we're co-champs, and we're seeded to the finals of the district tournament. So that means we didn't have to play until Saturday night. We're in the finals. Well, the Friday before the finals, we're practicing, and we're right at the very end of practice. And my center, who was a six-eight kid 
has a, a high ankle sprain. And right at the end, it's kind of a freak thing. And um, he can't play um, in, the, in the championship game. Wabaseka beats us in that district final, and which puts us in a different bracket for the, for the state tournament and stuff. Wabaseka wins the state championship. And the next year, we win the conference and win the state championship. And uh, at that time, uh, Arkansas still has the state overall championships where all the classifications are brought together in Conway and they play and you get one champion. And we win the Class A state championship. And that year, we beat the Class B champ, the AA champ, which is Pulaski Robinson. Uh, we're the A champ. The AAA champ that year was Dumas. We had we beat them. And the only champ that we don't beat is Fayetteville. And Fayetteville beats us to win uh, the overall championship. But that year, we had beaten uh, every state champion except uh, Fayetteville. Was anybody a note on that Fayetteville team? Uh, the Fayetteville team had their best players were uh, the Sikowskis, uh, George and um, uh, George Sikowski, and I, and I think I think Joe I think was a, for the the other ones first. There were two brothers. This was uh, Coach Kretzmeyer was uh, was coaching um, them at that time, and uh, they they had a very good team, and uh, it's a great ball game though, and. But we, we had a really, really good team uh, that year. And, 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 but, but they beat us, and they win the state championship, the overall state championship. And what year was that? Uh, that had to be um, 84, 85, maybe. Uh, no, 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 I take that back. Uh, that would have been. Uh, 86, 87? 85, 86. 85, 86. Yeah. Yeah, and the reason why I reiterated all the uh, different duties that that Daddy had was because following that year, so he was coaching junior boys for three years as well as senior boys for for those three years, and then you end up taking the job at Monticello. But what happened at Delta? How many state championships did they win after you had left and went to Monticello? Well, the they didn't win the next year because I, you know, I remember meeting with the team and basically knowing that I that there were probably two to three state championships in that room and. Um, so when I left the transition year, they didn't win. But then they won, I know that they won maybe two more state championships after that. Mm -hmm. uh, but that was a – Was, was a that tough leaving? Yeah, it was, it, was, it was very difficult. But they were that – that was a great cycle of, uh, of basketball talent at that time. And it was also a, 
uh, a school that was totally locked in to basketball and the whole community. It was just, it was just uh, something that was very important to them. And uh, but yeah, it was that, that that was a tough one. It was just one of those that, for family reasons and financial reasons and career and stuff, you know, you couldn't say no. But it was it was a tough it was tough to leave. So then you go to Monticello, right? Which right. was in what year? Year before Brian was born, I guess. Yeah, that would have been uh, 86, 87 would have been my first year, I think, at, uh, uh, at Monticello. And next week, in the final part of my sit-down with uh, Coach Share, we get into Monticello a little bit, but ultimately we talk about Brian and, and myself, and we close it out with uh the importance of fatherhood. There's more to come and I'll see you soon.